Rhysand was still grinning when I opened my eyes. I hadn't any idea how long I'd been unconscious, but my fever was gone, and my head was clear as I sat up. In fact, the mud was gone too. I felt as if I'd just bathed, but then I lifted my left arm. What have you done to me? Rhysand stood, running a hand through his short, dark hair. It's custom in my court for bargains to be permanently marked upon flesh. I rubbed my left forearm and hand, the entirety of which was now covered in swirls and whirls of black ink. Even my fingers weren't spared. And a large eye was tattooed in the center of my palm. It was feline, and its slitted pupils stared right back at me. Make it go away, I said, and he laughed. (laughs) You humans are truly grateful creatures, aren't you? From a distance, the tattoo looked like an elbow-length lace glove, but when I held it close to my face, I could detect the intricate depictions of flowers and curves that flowed throughout to make up a large pattern. Permanent. Forever. You didn't tell me this would happen. You didn't ask. So how am I to blame? He walked to the door, but lingered, even as pure night wafted off his shoulders. Unless this lack of gratitude and appreciation is because you fear a certain High Lord's reaction. Tamlin. I could already see his face going pale, his lips becoming thin as the claws came out. I could almost hear the growl he'd admit when he asked me what I'd been thinking. I think I'll wait to tell him until the moment's right, though. Rhysand said. The gleam in his eyes told me enough. Rhysand hadn't done any of this to save me but rather to hurt Tamlin, and I'd fallen into his trap, fallen into it worse than the worm had fallen into mine. Rest up, Feyre, Rhysand said. He turned into nothing more than living shadow and vanished through a crack in the door. Welcome! Welcome! Welcome to the House of Wind Book Club. I'm Hannah. And I'm Amber. This is a fan podcast where we're going to discuss our current book obsession. We're going to break down chapters, characters, themes, and gossip about our theories relevant to the current fantasy land we're exploring. So, just so you know, this podcast will contain spoilers and is explicit, so proceed with caution if that's not your thing. We hope you enjoy being part of our book club. Stay smutty. Welcome, book besties, to the House of Wind Book Club. What's I'm up? Hannah. I'm Amber. And I'm in emotional distress. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you don't have COVID anymore, so that's good. Oh my god. I'm so happy about that. We're reunited and it feels so good. Two weeks Ooh. is too long. How do we Two know? weeks is a long time. I think we have an unhealthy relationship, but I love it. Also, <laughs> we're codependent. We're codependent. <laughs> I like was in Maine on Christmas vacation and I was having a wonderful time and I was just like, where's Amber? Where's Amber? Where are you, Amber? Oh I watched gosh. the movie. Yes, I did too. Oh, it's man. Beautiful. Did I tell you I have on my badge clip for work? Lauren, one of our friends, got me these cute little badge things, and one of them is the Grinch. And no. I, so I have a Grinch, like, on my clippy, on my badge, and it's so damn cute. I love that. That's, like, the perfect Lauren gift. I yeah. feel like that's exactly what nah, she would get. Nah, nah. 
the Grinch. We love the Grinch. The Jim Carrey version. It's the best version. It's the best version. The boys disagree, but yeah, Riley hates wrong. that. He they're wrong. Hates that. Ben movie. watched it with me. Wow, and that's true love. Riley put his headphones on and played like World of Warcraft <laughs> or something like that. He's like, yeah, okay, see you in an hour and a half. <laughs> All right. So before we get into it, yeah. Speaking of Christmas, um, I think what what we're gonna do is because this is our first time together, mm-hmm. we're gonna give each other our gifts for you to. Or you all to hear us open. Yes. Wonderful. Easy for me to say. Who wants to go first? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you should open yours first. Okay. Oh, it's so pretty. Do you hear that? It's very crinkly. ASMR. It's very crinkly. I should take a picture Welcome of it because it's absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so crinkly. I'm going to turn the light on so you can see it. We're in what I am now lovingly referring to the den of sin, which is a fleece blanket that we're sitting under to cancel noise. <laughs> we should. We should it's like picture. one of those tents that you make when, like, it's like a fort. Yeah. Oh, it's a painting. Wait, turn it. Turn the whole thing over first, because it has a note. <laughs> oh. Such a beautiful, wonderful card. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's Amber as an Illyrian Fae. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see the gold on it too? That, I like gold. <laughs> Stop it. We'll have to take a picture of it for the pod. I sent it to Casey and a uh, friend of the pod, Casey. And uh, <laughs> and she was Did like. Did she lose her mind? Yeah. She's like, she's going to love it. <laughs> this is on. Real. I would describe it to you, but I won't do it justice. So we're going to take a picture of it. Yes. And post it on our Instagram. Yes. And you should all. Look. Oh my gosh. Merry Christmas. Wow. This is beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. I'm I glad you she, like it. I bet Farah wishes she was as good at painting as you. <laughs> She is. We we did have someone kind of jump down our throats on one of the comments on that yes. video that we made, and they were like, "But she's good at painting, though." We're like, "I'm just like, come on, yeah. we're having, we're just joking." Well, thank you so yeah, much. You're welcome. Oh my god, this is beautiful. I'm glad you like it. I love it. Now you can be Faye. You got like all the details, my jawline and everything. Uh-huh. It's all there. <laughs> your tattoo and your nose ring. Did you see your yes, nose ring? Yes, I did see my <laughs> nose ring. It's almost like I spend a lot of time with you or something. It's almost like you can just picture my face. I just close my eyes and dream of you. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> codependent. It really is. <laughs> okay, speaking of codependency. Okay, wait. Can I have your phone? I- yes. Per- I don't know where my phone is. It's fine. You also you know my code. Oh, flashlight. Mm, right there. Okay. Is that it? Okay. <laughs> I, I can't read upside down. More ASMR. Wrapping paper is cute as hell. I love the penguin. <laughs> so it's like kind of a Christmas present, but also kind of not. Okay. I'm curious. I'm curious. I love the box. I feel like I'm getting some kind of like mystery game clue or something. Mm-hmm. Like, Any guesses? No, it's heavy. Did you make me something ceramic? Maybe. Starlit skies, blood orange jasmine and sandalwood. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that smells so good. Lip balm. I literally was just thinking, I need mm-hmm. some lip balm. Mm-hmm. 
That's a bookmark. I love this, you guys. It's a little tiny, like, felt hand-stitched, and it has an H on it. I love this, and it has And it just, like, slips on the corner of your page. Yes. I love this. I feel like I saw this on Instagram. You probably did, because I saw it on our House of Wind, on Uh, our shared Instagram, and then I clicked on it, and Uh, then I purchased something from Uh it, and it kept popping up, (laughs) and I kept pressing delete this ad delete this ad because i knew you were gonna see it and it would be something you loved yeah i love it i didn't impulse buy that so this is good <laughs> Aww. What? Amber! <laughs> i don't even need to see what else is in the box <laughs> Yes, of course. A thousand times. Aww. Thank you. I love you. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is so cute. I have matching socks. Matron of honor, because I'm an old married lady. <laughs> I love it. Yes, 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 yes. Is there anything else I need to see in here? Oh, uh, chocolate. Oh, yeah, chocolate. Chocolate. Will that beat the shit out of my Christmas <laughs> present? <laughs> okay, like I said, that it was something I was going to give you anyway, so. <laughs> that really surprised me. I thought it was going to be like another uh, Akatar mug or something. <laughs> this is way better. Oh, I love this. I love it. Oh. We even have flowers in our hair. Oh, stop. Cute. 2023. For anyone, if this is still recording and we're going to put it in the podcast, I don't know. Probably not. But uh, Amber asked me to be her matron of honor. And the answer is yes. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Gonna watch my bestie get married to one of my other besties. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now I'm, like, really hot. (laughs) I was sweating before, but now I'm, like, actually really sweating. (laughs) About to get real close and be, like, in my bra. (laughs) I'm going to use my lip balm, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. It's beautiful. What a crazy way to start the weekend. Now we really... Wow. Definitely popping some champagne this weekend. I want to make sure I don't (laughs) lose this card. I love you. I love you, too. Wow. I have to say... I do say myself. We both knocked that out of the park. I think that was perfect. I can't believe you painted... I can't believe you painted me. I painted you. As a cartoon. As a cartoon. And it's it's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm glad you, you like it. You crushed the wings. Thanks. You that was the hardest the part. <laughs> you crushed like the background. I've got I I've got nothing. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. I like sh- every step of the way I was showing Riley, I'm like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> like Amber. Not too much like Amber, but a little like Amber. Right. I want it to be like a like a cartoon <laughs> version of her, but also like I'm not a cartoonist. <laughs> So it's like the first time I've ever painted someone as a cartoon. So I think it didn't go horribly. So that's good. I love it. I was impressed by that. I was actually on on my game. I feel like for Christmas paintings this year. So, yeah. You yeah. showed me all the, yeah. the other ones you did, too. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of like beautiful. videos and stuff on those. Yeah. <gasps> good for you. <sighs> wow. Beautiful. OK. How are we supposed to talk about? Wow. <laughs> supposed to talk about these four chapters now these four chapters are yeah i don't know yeah well i think you should go ahead and get us started (laughs) okay so 
Welcome back. Yeah, we miss you guys. We miss you guys. We miss each other. We had a couple people reach out to us last week when we didn't release an episode, and they're like, what? Yeah, I tried to make it very clear uh, in both the podcasts, but it was at the very end, and I feel like when I check our like stats and stuff, uh-huh. I mean, people obviously like drop off when it's the same spiel we give at the end every week. So yeah, um, we'll try to start including the chapters at the that you need to read for next week at the end of each episode, mm-hmm. and any special announcements will also be at the end. So if you are a skipper, which is totally fine, if you want to keep up with any of that stuff, all of that's gonna we're gonna try to reserve that for the end of the episode for that. Yeah. But yeah, it was weird not having an episode. Like, it was. Like I went on our like little podcast thing uh-huh. and, I, and I was like getting ready to set it all up and I was like, oh, we don't have one that I need to edit and like put out. It was weird. That is weird. Ugh, glad to be back. Yeah. So since it's been a couple weeks, mm-hmm. l- let me remind you of remind how us. shit absolutely hit the fan last, ep- last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember, my big idea was fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Big idea. Very intellectual. It doesn't have to be intellectual to be on point. That's on point. Yeah. So uh-uh. essentially what happened, Farrah came back to the manor to find it in shambles, Alice being the only one present. And she was able to reveal the truth about the curse and that both Tamlin and Lucian were taken by Amarantha to, quote, under the mountain. We learned extensively about Amarantha's past and why she's the crazy demon woman that she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learned that her and Tamlin have a past, and she's been waiting for him and, like, kind of going after him for, like, hundreds of years. Yeah. Gross. Alice takes Farah to a passage to get into the mountain. And, shocking, Farah meets mm-hmm. Amarantha almost immediately. Yep. Um, and, and sees Tamlin, who's wearing this yucky mask of indifference. Yeah. And she also has her first task, trying to defeat the Alaskan bullworm. The Alaskan bullworm, yes. <laughs> uh, she kicks ass and gets her ass kicked multiple times in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Very humbling. And yeah, Reese, uh, Reese has some banter here, and that that's trying to suggest he's at least intrigued mm-hmm. by Farah. Um, and our last episode ended with one of my absolute favorite moments, where she beats the worm screams in rage and throws one of the bones at amarantha's feet yeah she is a fighter she is this is like honestly the end of this book is where i fell in love with farah when i was reading this for the first time because i i mean i was like committed to her as a main character Mm -hmm. like from picking up the book but this was like truly for me was when i was like oh my god she's like actually yeah. She's a badass. She is a badass. <laughs> and so tonight we're actually recording the last two episodes back to back because mm-hmm. we have no self-control. None. Um, if you're reading along and listening on the day of release, mm-hmm. if you're able to hold back and read this shit four chapters at a time, be my guest. More power to you. More power to you. But we will 100% not blame you if you blow through this and just listen to the next episode next week. Yeah. If you need to, like, pause and then listen to them back to back, just so you can binge it, that's okay. We get it. We're not going to be offended. God, no. No. So, let's get into it. Let's get into it. (sighs) Chapter 37. You guys, (laughs) things are not looking good for our girl, Farah. Her wound isn't clotting and infection is setting in. She's definitely in denial because she's like, 
Fine. Maybe my fever's from a cold. <laughs> like, because it's cold. Where in the here. fuck did you think you got a cold from, Farah? Like, you you felt you fought a worm, but like you have bone shards in your arm, and you were just of in a it's in a infection. pit of shit, like <laughs> a, pit, a, pit, a pit of shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> like that thing is infected, homie, and it's not good. It's not so, looking good. Ugh. So she sees Reese winnow into her cell, and he tells her he's there to help her. She immediately sees through his bullshit and is like, what's it going to cost me? Right? Mm-hmm. And Reese is kind of impressed by this, how he's like, oh, I see you've spent enough time around my kind to know that we bargain for things like mm-hmm. this. And I also love that Reese tells her that he's the one that bet that she'd beat the worm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. At this point, when I was reading this for the first time, I I was still, I was not Team Reese at this point. I was not Team Reese, like, at all during this book when I read it the yeah. first time. I hated him. Um, but this, I'm just like, oh, I miss, like, he just, he makes Tamlin seem boring looking back on it now. Where I'm he like, does. It, it's, Tamlin's, Tamlin's like that sweet, cute boy you dated in high school that, like, you know, like, yeah. And that works out for some people, and that's great. But, like, then you get older and you meet guys in college, and you're like, oh. And things get spicy and more interesting. Doesn't mean they're good guys. But, (laughs) anyways. I'm dying over here. (laughs) Relatable. Very relatable. We've all been there. Um, Okay, so then Reese tells her, I'll heal you. In exchange for you spending two weeks with me every month at the night court. And he gets to choose the That's half of her life. Right? I literally wrote that as a note. Oh, did you really? Yeah. I'm like, it's literally half of her life. (laughs) At this point, he doesn't disclose that it's for forever. Mm -hmm. But, like, he does eventually disclose that. And I'm just like, that's a lot to ask for. (laughs) A lot. Two weeks? Hmm. Pharaoh's immediately like, no. As any of us would be. I don't care how hot you are. Like, (laughs) What if I want to go on vacation? Yeah. Like, uh, no. And also, and also she's you're in love a with someone else. Person. Yeah. At this point, like, we hate Reese. So, um, I love that she does kind of learn from, like, the first bargain that she made. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, maybe I shouldn't just jump right in to the first offer that's made. Right. So, Reese is angry. He gets really mad at her and he's like, are you going to wait for Lucian to come heal you again? Because he might not be coming around for a while. And he tells Pharaoh that Tamlin had to give Lucian 20 lashes as a punishment for Lucian's outburst at Pharaoh's trial. And I just feel so bad for Tamlin and Lucian in that situation. It's horrible. Like, <clears throat> it's very, um, reading Throne of Glass, spoilers for Throne of, for Throne of Glass, anyone, if you haven't read the series, flip ahead, 30 seconds. Uh, when, when uh, Maeve makes... Oh my god. Uh, is it Gavriel that yeah. does it? Or, or Lorcan. Lorcan. Makes Lorcan. Makes Lorcan with yeah. Rowan. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my god. That's, That's just, horrible. It's so cruel. It's so cruel. So that made me think of that. But um, so yeah, he's like, they're not, they're like Lucian's not coming anywhere anytime soon. Mm-hmm. He's not in good shape. So Reese tells Pharaoh, once I leave the cell, the offer is dead. So Feyre weighs the cost of her decision to potentially wait for Lucian. And she realizes that she's dying and she mm-hmm. needs help. Mm-hmm. So she calls after Reese to stop him. And she describes Reese as having moon white skin. And I just wanted to point out how sad it is that he's described that way. 
because he's been under the mountain so long. Mm-hmm. Like the Reese we know is like tan and like yeah, it's just Very, weird, like dark skinned and yeah. That really, I really noticed that. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's weird because she always describes him as tan. So mm-hmm. that made me like really depressed. So. Um, so Reese being a little shit. <laughs> Won't tell Pharaoh the terms of the bargain, mm-hmm. which I feel like, how is that not against the rules? I don't know. If you have, if magic is specific, you, I feel like if someone asks you for the terms, like, you probably have to tell them, right? right. That was weird to me. But classic Reese, I classic. mean, he's going to have fun with it while he can. And Pharaoh begins to bargain with Reese, which makes him laugh. And you know that, you know he is liking her more and more because... He she's like catching him off guard. Mm-hmm. And I think he loves that. Yeah. I think he loves that so much. So she talks him down to a week. She's like at a flea market, like haggling over a <laughs> take a quarter of my dollars. life. Quarter of my life. Yeah. <laughs> a quarter, not half. <laughs> so finally she talks him down to a week. And he grabs her arm and heals it. And when once it's healed, Pharaoh realizes she has a tattoo on her left hand and forearm. And we learn in this moment, Reese tells her it's customary in the night court when they bargain with people that there's a tattoo that like shows that bargain. And as inked ladies, that's sexy. We love that. Yes. Oh my God. I'm like, tattoo my whole body. What do you want, Reese? Tell me what you want. (laughs) Tell me what you want. And I'll do it. What you really, really want. (laughs) So yeah, the tattoo sounds really, honestly, really pretty. Uh, whirls and swirls of black ink with a feline eye on the palm. And from far away, it looks like lace. And then when you look up, at, look at it up close, you can see it's like little flowers and like curves, which sounds. Can you imagine the like a magic tattoo and how oh. you don't have to worry about it fading yes. or blending or anything like that? And it's just perfect. And she didn't have to spend hours like with her arm asleep, like <laughs> worrying that her arm was going to twitch and mess up the Getting tattoo. Stabbed. Yeah, that. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm all for this. I seriously, that's one of the things I love about SJM. Is SJM inked? She must be inked head to toe. She loves. No, you've got to be kidding me. All the times that she writes about, goog her, goog her. She every character she writes about has tattoos. Rowan, Aelin, <laughs> they're all inked. Reese, I mean, Cassian. Just looking at does like Asriel Google, have tattoos? A Google search. I bet she's like she Mr. Was- Rogers. She she takes her shirt off and she's tatted everywhere. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't look tatted. It's her her husband must be or her boyfriend or whoever her partner is. Yeah, she or she just must really have a thing for inked guys. I do, and Riley refuses to get tattooed, so I can relate. Uh, SJM. Yeah. So, Farah uh, tells Reese to take away the tattoo. <laughs> Nice try, Farah. And Reese, She's like, make it go away. <laughs> make it go away. <laughs> Tamlin's going to be so butthurt about this tattoo. Um, so Reese taunts her with being worried about Tamlin seeing it. With good reason, that's what she's worried about. And Farah's like, oh shit. Reese probably just did this to like make Tamlin like, a- angry more than just to like hurt her. <clears throat> we know this isn't true. This yeah. was actually to like save her life. Right. Um, but I just, I love that that's how the chapter ends. (laughs) Yeah. And then, so chapter 38 begins with fairies tormenting Farah. 
Again. Classic. Um, Classic under the mountain. They, they hand her this filthy bucket of water to clean the hallway. It's a, a virtually impossible task because she puts water on the hallway floor and it turns to mud. Mm-hmm. So she's scrubbing and, they, and they're like threatening her with torture. Mm-hmm. This place is actually horrific. Mm-hmm. It, like, no, you can't just rot in a cell. <laughs> we're going to make you do house chores that are impossible. And because you can't do them, we're going to torture you more than we already have. That's like the ultimate form of torture. No one likes chores. And then to have like a magical enchanted chore where like you're doing the chore, but it's not actually like getting any better. It that also, sounds terrible. And also a chore that could like someone can come up, snap their fingers and it's gone. Like, right. Fuck you. Yeah, that's awful. I hate that so much. And all she can think about is the ink on her hand and how she sold herself. Therese. (laughs) You don't even know, baby girl. Yeah. Yeah. And in the midst of her panic, she's like, damn, I can beat this terrifying worm, but I can't wash a floor. (laughs) So... <laughs> Which is horrible. It's so sad. It's so depressing. Could you imagine how pissed you'd be? Like, yeah. like your life, the end of your like your life depends on scrubbing a floor. Oh my like, god, how depressing. <clears throat> and then in comes Lucian's mother. Auburn hair and russet eyes. Mm-hmm. No doubt whose mother this is. Mm-hmm. And she simply t- looks at Farah and says, quote, my debt is paid. Referring to what Farah did for Lucian mm-hmm. and what his mom did is, is she gave her clear water mm-hmm. in my mind why would you not just magic the floors clean yeah agreed. why my debt is paid you saved my son's life i'm gonna give you a clean bucket of water i'm not even gonna do like snap my fingers and wash the floors for you yeah like uh, your debt is not paid right are you kidding me <laughs> Maybe that makes me selfish, but that no. does not feel like a debt paid to me. No, 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 no. I think that, yeah. Why could you not magic the floors clean? Ugh. Give a okay. girl, throw a girl a bone. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> and the next day, another impossible task. Clean lentils from a fireplace that were spilt all over a fireplace. So she enters this simple but classy room, and two hours later, she still can't manage to finish this task. Mm-hmm. Today's threat is, we'll peel your skin in stri- strips. Yeah. Ew. Uh, Horrible. That's giving me a flashback to the Naga. Yeah. <laughs> um, and darkness enters the room. Mm. Farah grabs her poker. <laughs> as wonderful as it is to see you, Farah, darling. <laughs> Why are you digging through my fireplace? It's the first time. Our first Farah, darling. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And I'm melting. And this is also their first time alone. Ooh, I didn't even think about it. I guess. Well, in the cell. I guess. They've been alone. But there's been, like, guards out. He's been down to her... Yeah, he gave her the tattoo and healed her arm. Oh, yeah, there was Yeah, he, like, went us in. It's more intimate, Um, though, I feel. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Because he's, like, sprawled out on the bed, like, when it describes how he's, like... (laughs) like, Classic. Reese is such an asshole, but I love it. Yes. Um, But, so, true to her, she can't help but immediately ask questions and make accusations. Mm -hmm. Um... And she said, uh, in response to his question, maybe me being here is a test for you. You bet on me in the first trial. You were out for fire night. Amarantha doesn't seem too happy. Calling him out. (laughs) And uh, Reese replies, brushing her off, but ultimately saying, I had my reasons to be there on fire night. Don't think it didn't cost me. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you had your reasons. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, which is which is wild to think about now. It's crazy. Like I remember when that I can't remember which was it the next book where it goes yep. more into that and you find out like all of basically all of the behind the scenes from like what he did, why he did. Yeah, it's like it's seriously so crazy and it's insane to me that like they kind of already do have a bond here, but I don't really think either of them. I think Reese is somewhat aware of it, mm-hmm. but Farrah has like zero. Clue. She has no idea. She yeah. has, she's dealing with too she's, much stuff. She's got Tam Tam to worry about. Yeah. So she asks him if he still has his powers, if he can shift, and he enlightens her that this is just a whisper of his power, <clears throat> and he shifts into something with wings and talents. He shifts. I want to say, out of think about. All the times that like Reese has his wings out because he's not like Cassian and Azrael where they're like always out. Right. He really only shows his wings to like people that he's close to. Right. It's it's crazy intimate, right? That he's yes. like show like or like crazy friendship, like where mm-hmm. he feels some kind of kinship towards Farah that he's showing her his wings. Yeah. That blew my mind reading that back again. Yes. Like knowing how personal that is. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Like Right. And she doesn't I, I mean it. obviously she doesn't see that at all. All no. she can think about, she's both amazed and horrified. <laughs> right. And immediately she's like, fuck me. Yeah. I just made the biggest mistake making a bargain with this man because yep. this dude is terrifying. Yeah. He's scary at this point. <laughs> yes. And the last question she has for him is, what's the answer to the riddle? And I love her balls. <laughs> I know, I know. And sh- and she almost goes to ask again and beg but reese explains that he he can't tell Mm -hmm. he said amarantha could tell them to stop breathing and Mm -hmm. they'd have to obey so Uh. i think this is the first moment where it's like it really because we have this picture in our mind of reese being this all-powerful being and it's Mm -hmm. kind of the idea of maybe he's choosing this route Mm -hmm. up until this moment yep and I feel like this is the moment where it, like, really settles, like, the heaviness and seriousness of how deep a shit they're in. Yeah. Really settles because it's like, oh, if Reese can't do anything, what am... I'm a human. I'm a human. What am I supposed to do? I have zero powers. Right? Yeah. And, yeah, so she's freaked out. And then Reese magic finishes her task. And he actually does it the whole way. Love. love Cleans him. up. All of the junk from the fireplace. Yeah. Puts all the lentils in a can. Yada, yada, yada. Just also, lentils are, like, the worst. I feel like li- like lentils and quinoa would be, like, the worst things to have to <laughs> pick, pick out. I mean, lentils Rice. are, like, that size. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's tiny. God, that's yes. awful. What? Amrita's such a bitch. It's absolutely horrible. <laughs> and, uh, and this happens just before the guards come in. Mm-hmm. So as the guards come in, Reese commands the guards to stop with household chores and to never go to her cell. Mm-hmm. They glazed over. Agree. He Jedi mind tricked them. Yes, you're welcome. He purred as they drag her out. I <laughs> want him to purr to me. Me too. Purr whatever you Please. want. Thank you. She's Louise. All of the like feline. I'm not, I'm not a cat person, but all the feline descriptors. I'm like yes. Like I think it's. You know, I don't know what it what it is mm-hmm. about feline descriptors with males. Mm-hmm. It's that like predatory mm-hmm. um, possession. Yeah, it's like that. Like I'm gonna hunt you in your mind. Thing. I like it. That is, 
I don't know what it is that's <laughs> extremely hot, <laughs> but it is. Oh, it very much. It's almost like it's very much like, like I have my eyes on you and you're the one that I want. And I'm like, I'm not going to like stop until I have you. Yes. Yeah. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. Luckily, eventually she wants Reese, but like, and I don't think Reese would ever like force himself on her. But I think, I think there is something about that where it's just like, it is very like, mm-hmm. um, I think of it like a mountain lion. Like, yes. Yeah. And, and so kind of going on that, like forcing himself on her mm-hmm. before we get into the next chapter, I know most, if not all of you have read this series before. But I do just kind of want you like to warn everyone that this next next chapter is where Reese paints and taunts Farah. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about it in detail. But I, I do want to put a trigger warning for sexual harassment out there um, before we start talking about this in depth. Because I can absolutely see how this could be triggering. Yes, for sure. Um, because the stuff that he does, in my opinion, I I think it is, it just, it's sexual harassment. It's harassment. Yeah. It's not like yeah, it, it doesn't is. matter that he's attractive. It doesn't matter that it all works out in the end. Like it's it's straight up harassment. Yeah. Um so I just want to put that trigger warning. We're going to kind of talk about it through Farah's lens, but we also don't want to like degrade anyone's personal experiences right. and feelings as as they are relating to this. So if that's if that's something that's not going to work for you, we absolutely understand. You can skip forward for skip sure. Skip forward. Do what you need to do. Yeah. So. We want this to be a safe experience for yeah, everyone involved. For sure. Um, yes. Yeah, so we're in chapter 39 now. Farah has been alone on herself for a while. And she spends time talking to the <laughs> eye of her tattoo. She's losing her shit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when. I remember. I remember when I lost my mind. I was talking to the eye on my tattoo. Yeah, she's going crazy. She's also like, damn. In the classic words of Sarah J. Moss, this gets on my fucking nerves. I could have sworn. She says could have sworn. I kid you not. Every other paragraph. <laughs> anytime. And it's in Throne of Glass, too. I really? Was, it's her thing. And now that I pointed it out, you're going to see it a lot more now. But listeners, let me know if you think the same thing. But she says could have sworn all the time. <laughs> I'm like, can we be creative, please? But anyways, she's like, damn, did that tattoo just blink as I was falling asleep? I could have sworn. I could have <laughs> sworn that their eyeball was blinking. <laughs> I don't know why we went. Into- <laughs> My default is always <laughs> Southern. <laughs> but I don't know I why you, why did you go there? You've been hanging out with me too much. Apparently. Just keep drinking yourself, there. It's fine. fine. <laughs> um, and so we definitely have a lot of like theories about the eye tattoo and we know mm-hmm. i really truly think that reese can see like like when he chooses to look through it like yeah. which is <laughs> problematic and also probably terrible for him in future situations where he's like i'm gonna check in on farah <laughs> she, yeah. and her and tamlin are like getting getting it on <laughs> Could you imagine if Farrah's giving Tamlin a job? Oh. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, I have to fan myself more. Oh god. Ooh, poor, poor Reese, but also that's what he deserves for spying on her. Oh god! Oh man! So that's hilarious. The eye tattoo is very interesting. Um, so two shadowy Fae females appear in her cell. We know this is Nawala and Caridwin. Um, and they lead her out. Farah determines they must be from the night court and sent by Reese. These females take her and scrub her down. 
without her permission and paint her entire body. And I just want to point out from a like realistic perspective, Farah has been, it's been like what? A, like probably a week now since she's been under the mountain. Right? Since she's been under the mountain. Yeah. She already had the first task. And the, and which happens on the full moon. So it could have been multiple weeks. Oh, that's right. I think she was there. Yes. I think okay. She's like, might be pushing a month. So at this point, it's been at least weeks. Can we talk about how they must have had to do some like maintenance on her? Like shaving her legs and I'm like, I'm sure they did. Like, I'm like, can I shave my own legs though? Like, yeah. I don't like that. No, I didn't. I didn't like. I don't like anything about this yeah, chapter. This, if I'm being entirely honest. It, yeah, this I, this chapter makes me cringe. I try to bring humor to it as much as I can in highlighting this chapter, but I agree with you. This chapter is awful. So they put Farah in a gossamer dress, which for anyone who doesn't know what gossamer is, it's basically like sheer fabric, um, and it's just like two strips that cover her boobs, and then they like cover her lady bits and like basically her like part of her butt not even her entire butt and i just have to say this would be really uncomfortable and really cold and just like the sh- like the shame yeah you're like, it's so it's like this is this is where i'm at where like reese we know we love him did you have to do that that's the part that i don't understand here's where i'm i'm like torn because i feel like in order to fully like commit to the lie for Farah to be buying into Reese being awful. I I agree with you. I don't think she has to be completely naked. However, think back on like when we get to the court of nightmares and mm-hmm. like how Farah dresses there. And like, I think that this is like Reese's, this is his like awful monster persona that he's like ashamed of Mm -hmm. and so i don't know if he's just like drawing on that for it to be like this is something that terrible awful reese under the mountain reese would do and if he did anything less than that would they believe him right i don't know but i agree with you i wish that this was not like how she was dressed it's it's fun when it's court of nightmares because she's agreeing to it Mm -hmm. but this is like not consensual and we're not okay with that right um, so Reese appears and explains that he needs an escort for the party. So once again, I don't think he's talking about someone to walk him to the party. I think he's talking about someone playing the role of like someone mm-hmm. he's having sex with. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells her that he had her painted so that he could tell if anyone touches her. See, this I get. Yeah. This I think is brilliant. There's, that's what I mean. Like, Oh, I hate that they're, I hate that it is problematic, but I, like I said, I can see the paint tracks. I can see the paint, but yes. Why can't we get like a, like, why can't she wear like a bra top and like, like even underwear, like, just cover the bits. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and so quick note, I will like, I'm seeing where she's starting, even though this is a bad situation, she's starting to kind of realize she's starting to feel, I think, where she's comfortable putting in jabs with, like, Reese. Mm -hmm. Like, where she says, quote, the instincts that had once told me to be quiet around Tam and Lucian utterly failed me when Rhysand was near. Mm -hmm. I love that. Because that truly is their relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, 
even when they're friends, like when they're just friends, like when they she does not hold back. She doesn't. I love that. I I love I love it too. She's I I just love I hate this part, but I love their relationship and I love how their like friendship starts. Right. It's they're kind of like like when she becomes friends with Lucian and she yes. starts to feel comfortable. Feisty. But like I think she feels that way yourself. more quickly with Reese. Um, and then <laughs> these two quotes though had me the quote I'll remember where my hands have been and quote I don't like my belongings being tampered with. <sighs> Reese, wow. I love that line. <laughs> it's so weird because in real life, if you talk to Riley and he tried to be like possessive with me, I'd be like, no, I'm an independent woman and I don't even really need you. I could be fine on my own. But in a book, I'm like, yes. <laughs> well, in the bedroom, yes. I was going to say. But in like normal life, it's just yeah. so funny how like when sex is on the table, it just changes everything. No, it does. Um, so yeah, Reese brings her to the throne room and parades her as belonging to him. Again, I really think this is leaning into having to sell it. Yeah. And also protecting her at the same time to an extent, because he's not going to let anyone touch her. Right. If she's, if she's branded as his, yeah, no one's going to touch her. Right. I mean, Amarantha still has free reign, but everyone else. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you going to do? I think Amarantha's like, well, Reese's, distracting Feyre so I have time with Tamlin is probably what she's thinking honestly so <laughs> Reese the little shit once again I'm just gonna call him that a lot during this episode brings her to the throne room parades her around and then he announces his bargain with Feyre right in front of Tamlin and Amarantha and obviously Tamlin is visibly upset by this like he's been doing a good job at holding it together mm-hmm. but like he's starting to lose it a little here and actually later I think it's in the next episode we talk about this. How Reese talks about how he could felt feel the rage mm-hmm. coming off of Tamlin. Which probably egged him on more because you know he liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He I think he likes making Tamlin grovel and feel less than. Yes. So we can tell he's upset. We see the white knuckles. Uh and But and- he also looks directly at Amarantha when he says part of it too. Reese? Yeah, when she oh, says, oh. for the rest of her life. Yeah, yeah. And looks straight at her. Where it's like, I'm like wondering what is his motivation behind that? Just to also make Amarantha mad? I don't know. Make her squirm? Maybe. I don't know. I I like that he like looked her in the eyes and said it, though. Yeah. So, once again, this is news to that it's for the rest of her life. Like, she had no clue. She was like, oh, shit. Then this makes Feyre realize that Reese thinks she's going to beat the tasks. Like, she's like, oh, if this is for the rest of my life. Like, Reese must think we're, like, all getting out of this, which means he must think I have a chance. Mm-hmm. And that is one thing that I like about Reese is I feel like from the very beginning, he is very much, like, a champion of Feyre of and, mm-hmm. like, encouraging her. In the terrible way he has to do it, but. Yeah, but he still does it. He does it. So they walk over to a food table where Reese offers Pharaoh wine and she refuses. Good girl. Remembering what Alice said about never drinking fairy wine. But she does it anyways. And I'm wondering, does Reese compel her like to do this? I don't think so. No, she just decides to do it. She just. Well, I can't remember. I wonder if he's if he says something to convince her 
Like she doesn't want to remember it or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. I must have I left. Exactly, I must have left that part out when I was doing my notes. But I but. don't. I don't think he compels her to do it. I think she's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. So shit. If I could, if I was in that scenario and you gave me an option to not remember anything, right? You bet your ass. I'm I would take choose it. that. Yes, <laughs> please. So she wakes up hungover and she doesn't remember anything from the party. Lucian comes down to her cell and gives her his cloak, which is really sweet. Um, and she asks what happened and she notices that the paint is smeared. And Lucian tells her that Reese is the one who smeared it when he had her dance for him most of the night. And when she wasn't dancing, she was sitting on his lap. So also awkward when she asks him what kind of dancing, because she remembers like none of this. Mm -hmm. Lucian replies, not the kind that you did with Tamlin at Solstice. So it was like, Dwighty. <sighs> That's what I mean. Like, uh, it sucks because I want to like this so much, but I, I do agree with you. Like, I, I feel like it's so just just I problematic. Like, I just feel like there could have been a better way of like making it known that like he's offering her an option of like mm-hmm. having the wine or not having the wine. Mm-hmm. Like, or also, why couldn't he have just left her in the cell? Like, why'd she even have to come out anyways? Right, right, right. I don't know. I don't know if that gets answered ever later on, but I don't think it does. Um, and I would say also only the paint on her sides were smudged. So so that part is also better than what it could have ended up being. Um, so I'm very thankful for that as well. Lucian scolds her for not waiting for him to come down and heal her for jumping into the bargain with Which Reese. Which I feel like is just very ignorance because he doesn't <sighs> understand how... Humans just don't heal like yeah, he does. Yeah, like, she would have been dead, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, if she would have waited for you, she'd be dead right now. Yeah. Uh, So, and also, I hate that, like, Lucian and Tamlin, like, can't see, that they can't see what Reese is trying to do also. Like, yeah. uh, I hate it. It's it's almost playing into the miscommunication trope, which I hate. But I know that it's, it's not. It's but intentional it's, miscommunication. But, right, but it's like... That's just so frustrating looking back on it. Right. Um, so she, Vera rightly justifies it with explaining that she was dying and she didn't have a choice. Lucian tells her he couldn't come because Amarantha slowed his healing. She's truly awful. Mm-hmm. So that he couldn't, like, move. Like, literally today, the day he came down was the first day he could, like, move his body. Ouch. And also... Whew. Yeah. Amarantha, I like... She's a very cruel villain. She, yeah. Lucian leaves Farah, and he asks, Farah asks if Tamlin is okay, and about the spell that he's under not to speak. And Lucian's like, uh, Tamlin's not under a spell. He's keeping quiet to keep Amarantha from knowing what form of torture against you gets him, gets at him the most. And I have to imagine that would be really hard for Farah, because... This whole time she's been assuming that he's like spelled not to speak mm-hmm. or look at her or show any kind of emotion at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when Amaranth's not looking, you can't even like throw her a wink or like a little like a little kissy lips or yeah. anything. Like, that's the hard part is where it's like there had to be like some moment where you could at least like look her in the eyes and like mm-hmm. but I guess it would be hard for him as well. So uh, yeah, it's I just a hard know. situation all around. And Amaranth is so unpredictable. You just, like, it's just better to not react. Yeah, she's... Because she'll... She'll fly off the handle. 
She's scary. <sighs> yeah, she's like she's like this like combustible thing that if you like touch it the wrong way, it will explode. Yeah. Like ugh, handle with caution when it comes to Amarantha. <laughs> just just don't handle it at all. Just get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. So Pharaoh's dressed and painted again the next night. And she remembers dancing for Reese, but really not much else. Um, and she's only able to glimpse Tamlin for a second. Oh, heart is breaking. Reese appears in her cell the next night, and she's painted and dressed again. And he tells her, your second task is tomorrow. And Reese finally opens up a little bit with her and tells her that Tamlin... Never, oh, let me see here. Reese opens up, oh, Reese opens up and when she says that Tamlin never treated her cruelly. Mm-hmm. And Reese says, quote, but perhaps if he'd bothered to learn a thing or two about cruelty, about what it means to be a true high lord, it would have kept <laughs> the Supreme Court from falling. My autocorrect put the Supreme Court. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> A little, hit a little too too close to home. I wish sometimes I wish the Supreme Court would fall. No, it would have kept the Spring Court from falling, not the Supreme Court. Let's go back to our fantasy realm. Yes. Um, and Farah tells Reese that his court fell too. And then, no, big note here: she feels his sadness. She doesn't mm-hmm. just see the flicker in his eyes; she feels it. And this is where I'm convinced that they're their mating bond is starting to strengthen uh, leading up to our pivotal moment later on that we have. Um, And I also want to point out and talk about too on, on the vein of like, um, like sexual assault and things like that. I just want to say it's not really fair of us to, to judge Tamlin for not wanting to put himself in that situation. Mm -hmm. Like, I think to each his own, like Reese has decided that what he loves is worth it enough to, to put himself in that situation. Yes. And I do agree that I think Tamlin could have done more, but also I don't want to shame Tamlin for like not basically being Amarantha's like sex slave. Right. Um, also when she feels Reese's sadness, she thinks it's just a tattoo. And I love that too, where she's like, it's just this damn tattoo. She's blaming everything on the tattoo. tattoo. (laughs) So Farrah tried to get uh, Reese to reveal more about Amarantha and um, what kind of deal he has with her and why he saved Farrah in the first place, but he won't budge. And he tells her that by saving Farrah, he saved Tamlin. And this one threw me a little. Is this just so that the curse can be broken? I don't know. Like he's he's saving Tamlin just so that they can all get out of there. I guess. Yeah, that one kind of I didn't really mm-hmm. didn't get that there for a second. Um, they enter the throne room and there's a crowd. Amarantha summons Reese, where a brown-skinned male fae is crying in front of the throne. And again, sad moment. Fair- uh, Tamlin's still not looking at Farah, and she she notices this, and oh, my heart just breaks for her. And Amarantha reveals that this is a summer court fae, and she says he's a lordling. So I'm assuming that she's like Helian's son. Isn't Helian the? Helian is a summer court high lord, right? Yeah. I wonder if... Um, I don't, does he have kids? I thought it was a... Yeah, she I says it's a lordling. That. So I'd imagine it's like... He's like one of the sons of the high lord. Sure. 
So she reveals that this summer court fairy was trying to escape. And Farah realizes that the High Lord of the Spring Court is in the crowd. And the way that they describe Helion, the like mahogany skin, white hair, mm-hmm. blue eyes. You still haven't watched House of the Dragon yet, have you? No. Oh my god. The, he has, there's a character, Lord, I think his name is Lord Corliss. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. He's very attractive. Um, beautiful man with beautiful skin and like crazy white hair it's incredible uh but this he reminds me of of him uh so yeah i just wanted to make a note there that helion sounds like a true hottie Mm. um so amarantha wants to know why the fairy tried to escape and reese starts to play his role and infiltrates the fairy's mind with his hands in his pocket i made that note for you of course (laughs) I and love that shit. Probably <laughs> leaning against something. It's like, this is so boring. <laughs> I have something else. I have a Pilates that, class to get to later. Like it, yeah, he does. He's, again, him and Hades have a very, like, they're very similar. It's Ben. Yeah, my yeah. partner, Ben. <laughs> How he acts. So. So, <laughs> so fucking annoying, uh, but it's also really attractive. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so. He's infiltrating the fairy's mind and he tells Amarantha that the fairy had no accomplices and that he just wanted to escape and flee south of the human lands. And Farah picks up on the fact that Helian reacts in an interesting way by he just seems relieved, like that this is what Reese said. Was it Okay. Maybe I missed this. I thought it was the the lordling, the person that he was infiltrating, like mm-hmm. the mind that he was infiltrating, that that person's shoulders relaxed. No, I think it's she says the high lord of the summer court yeah, I sagged thought, a little. Right. I thought yeah. the high lord, maybe I missed it. I thought that the person oh. that died was, that Reese destroyed was a high lord. I don't know. Regardless. Yeah, powerful we'll, person. We'll have to look into either that. way. Yeah, I I think that like the High Lord of the Summer Court is in the crowd, and the person that he's torturing is like a lordling, so either a member sure. of his court or a, a son. Yeah. Um, but we definitely need to look into that because I don't know if Helian. I know there's a couple High Lords that step into their new roles after Under the Mountain because I think, I think that uh. That is a thing, but I'm not sure. Yeah, this is in chapter 39, near the end. Um, So Farrah notices that fairy's reaction of of the sagging and and relief. And we're reminded here that we like the Summer Court because they're one of the rebel courts that um, rebelled against Amarantha. So in this moment... Uh, Amarantha tells Reese to shatter the summer the summer fairy's mind, and he mercifully ends the fairy's life quickly and painlessly with just the flick of his wrist. And Amarantha's pissed because she's like, "I wanted you to just destroy his mind, not like yeah. crush his brain and kill yeah. him." Mm-hmm. So again, Farah is starting to put it together that Reese might be playing his own game separate from Amarantha's. Um, which is very important that she's starting to pick up on this. Yes. This is key <laughs> for the rest of this book, for the measly like six chapters we have left. Right. Um, they make their way back to the throne room where everyone calls Reese Amarantha's whore or either cheers him on because we have a mixture of good fae and bad fae in the crowd. And they both down fairy wine that night. Yeah, they're both like, fuck this. And so I do think we need to remember that Reese 
is also a victim of sexual assault in the situation. Absolutely. And I think they are both going through a lot of trauma Horrible. collectively. Yeah. So in the next chapter is task two. Mm-hmm. Um, so Farah is brought to a very simple throne room mm-hmm. where Amarantha sits on a wooden throne. She's, she's basically gleaming with the knowledge that Farah is going to fail and she's going to die. She's like, yeah, this is fun. She's like, then this game will be over. And first time this finally happens, Tamlin makes hard eye contact with Farah, which if he hasn't been making eye contact the whole time and now he's making eye contact, I would be like, oh, oh shit. God, this is bad. What is this task going to be? <laughs> yes. And so right when that happens, the floor she's standing on lowers into a pit where she sees Lucian chained to an iron gate. Can I, can we just take a step back? He, Tamlin makes eye contact with her. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't up until this point. Right. But he did now, now that Lucian's involved. Mm. That bothered me. Yeah. I didn't even pick up that on that. That bothered me. That does bother me too. Um, because... Now we can acknowledge her because there's also... Because Lucian's my die also. Right. Because your buddy's involved. Yeah. Yeah. That is a little problematic. Right. I didn't really pick up on that before, but yeah, that is weird. Or I wonder, or is it that he truly thinks she's going to die because he probably knows what this task is. Probably. He's like, oh, fuck, she can't read. (laughs) So it could also be that, too. Yeah. So... The task is for Farah to simply answer the question with one of the three options. And she has to do it before these spike-encrusted, flaming-hot grates descend mm. and brutally murder her and Lucian. No, thank you. Pass. And, and she realizes this is a special form of torture because if she failed, she would have to watch Lucian brutally die while she was also brutally dying. <laughs> All of the things that Amarantha, like, comes up with, she's so sick in the head. Like, truly, this is some messed up shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Farah turned to the wall to find a lengthy inscription. <laughs> and and panic just sets in as she doesn't recognize many of the words. Talk about your heart going to your butt. Right. Like, and, she, and she also realized, like, this is some cruel trick of fate. Because I don't think Amarantha knows I can't read. Mm-hmm. she talks about that she's like this is just do you think that she kn- knows or- they they talk about that in the book so she d- and and Farah says if amarantha knew she would be making fun of me more that's true she does she, she, she does be, point that out she yeah. would be like antagonizing me right but she isn't so, and so Farah's kind of thinking that amarantha doesn't know i guess i don't know if they ever officially say that or not i bet amarantha's Probably just thinking this is a hard task because Farrah couldn't figure out the first riddle. Right. So. Right. And so it, it, she looked at her options and these hot spiked grates are coming down on them. And, and she's just like, fuck it, I'm going to guess. Yep. And I love how she says this. Quote, two. <laughs> two was a lucky number mm-hmm. because that was like Tamlin and me. Just two people. One had to be bad because one was like Amarantha or the Adder, solitary beings. One was a nasty number, and three was too much. It was three sisters crammed into a tiny cottage, hating each other until they choked on it. Until it poisoned them. Ugh. Which is just... Like, you didn't need a rationale, but they're... Shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you're going to go for an explanation, I mean, I probably also would have chosen two. And and so she reaches for two and searing pain in her hand. Mm-hmm. And the eye tattoo narrowed. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I'm hallucinating. I'm going to die. <laughs> it kills me the number of times that she like. <laughs> she kills me. Beep, boop, beep, beep, beep. So, but she tests out each number. Three being the only one that doesn't cause outrageous pain. She looks at Reese, but he has a mask of boredom on. And, okay, also, side note, she's, like, testing this out. And if it's outrageous pain, she has to be like, "Ah, Right, is ah." it not obvious? That would be so obvious. Yeah. I'm sorry. How'd they get away with this? Unless she's also, I don't think she's, like, Reese-level actress. No, she's not. Yeah. But anyway, she takes a huge leap of faith and is like, I, I guess I'll trust him. And she immediately hears a sigh and prayers from Lucian. Mm -hmm. As the floor rises up, Farrah buckles and begins to cry. Mm -hmm. And Reese enters her mind. I love this next part. I do too. And and forces her into composure. And he gives her a pep talk. Mm -hmm. Right there. The entire time. He says, don't give her the satisfaction. Stand up. Stare her down. Count to ten. Wait until you're in your cell. And she did. And then he said, good girl. (gasps) Good girl. (sighs) Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, I know this is a horrible thing that's happening. But Jesus Christ, say it again. But we have (laughs) but we have smutty brains. So, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway. Love that. So she walked back to her cell with composure, and as soon as she entered that cell, she dropped and wept for hours. And she cried for everything she lost, and she cried for the fact that she'll never save Tamlin and his people, for the fact that Amarantha won today, Mm -hmm. and Amarantha didn't even realize she won. Mm -hmm. The only reason Farah beat that task is because she calls it cheating. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which... And, and yeah, yeah, she's... She is crumbling. She is like the the picture of like a painting that just like pieces are just like falling off mm-hmm. a puzzle that's like slowly crumbling. Mm-hmm. And she is like, what, what was the point of all this? I'm going to yep. die anyway. And after so hours, Reese enters and asks, still weeping. What a fucking asshole. Ugh, I hate this so much. I, like I said, I like to think that, He's in his, like, Court of Nightmares mode where he's just like, I have to play this role. And then as we get more of him opening later, I think he's kind of like, I'm just tired of playing this and we're mm-hmm. all about to die anyway. So, like, I'm going to be real. Mm-hmm. But I I do hate that. Yeah. <sighs> and, and so Farrah cusses him out. Instantly mad. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, his intention is just... I don't know. It's it's like the ex- the in- intention is one thing and the execution is poor. So like his intention yes. is to distract her from her sorrows, yes. which he does. It's it's like it's like Tamlin. The good the intentions are good, but yes, like yeah, but the execution poorly. is shitty. Yeah. So she cusses him out and she's instantly mad. Yeah. And okay, okay. Again, execution is bad, but I need to remind myself this is fantasy. This is fantasy. Fantasy. This is fantasy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's fantasy. <laughs> He kneels in front of her, mm-hmm. grabs her wrist, and licks her tears. Yeah. Right up her face. And she doesn't move. 
until he, he starts licking her eyelashes. Yeah. And then she, like, that, like, makes her snap out yeah. of it. And she comes back and she's like, get the hell out. <laughs> so there for a minute, she was definitely enjoying that. And she, and so Reese with this playful, frustrating banter. And he says, as usual, your gratitude is overwhelming. And he says, I'll have to ask Tamlin if this kind of flattery won his heart. And then yeah. he said, I've been thinking of ways to torment you when you come to my court. I'm wondering, will assigning you to learn to read be as painful as it looked today? And that pissed her off. Yep. Of all the things, I mean, we, like, think back to when Tamlin found out that she couldn't read. Yes, that was a very sore spot. That was a huge sore spot. Mm -hmm. Like, this is something that she is ashamed of. She's not okay with. Yeah. And she doesn't like these superior males Mm -hmm. poking at her. Right. It pisses her off. Yep. Um, and, and before she could basically, like, leap on him and try to beat the shit out of him, we all know how that would go, but he disappeared. Yeah. And she, and she cursed her little heart out at her hand, <laughs> which I can just imagine. Like, she is truly losing her mind. She's like, <laughs> I just picture her all, like, it's like when you're at home and you, like, you're alone and you, like, stub your toe or something and you're just yeah. like, shit it's like you're just like yelling out loud and you're all alone it's like i just see her but like yelling at her hand (laughs) at her palm yeah she must look so crazy yeah um so yeah this basically left her pacing in her cell realizing like kind of i don't know she's like oh yeah that that's great or it's horrible but also like it was effective at keeping me from shattering entirely Mm -hmm. so with the, I mean, the, I mean, with all that being said, it's just crazy intense. Yeah, you can really feel like the depth of Farah's sorrow and the and the general, I don't know, I, just like the general feelings on this reread. Yeah, this chapter in particular at the end, you can tell, like she's breaking, mm-hmm. like she's starting to like give up. Yep, because the part where she's thinking about like how. Tamlin and she's never going to see him again and mm-hmm. like it was all for nothing yeah like you any great uh coach will tell their athlete like you gotta visualize mm-hmm. you gotta see yourself sitting in the spring court with your little Tam Tamlin and Farrah babies running around yep. to get yourself through yeah like and it's- and she's not thinking that way you know what that reminds me of? What? <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, back to Twilight. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> Tell me more. It's about Twilight. I want to know. <laughs> when Jacob was like, what was the point oh. of me loving you? You loving him. You loving him. And she's like, it's fine. It's a baby. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that is very Twilight vibes. And that, I, like. Taylor Lautner, that, there are so many things that I have issues with, mm-hmm. but that line in particular is extra horrible. Yeah. It's so bad. It sticks out in my mind. Yeah. The reason I, like, thought about it immediately is because I can picture it. I can hear it. I can feel m- myself cringing at it. Yeah. <laughs> See Taylor Lautner delivering it. Like- <laughs> Even but, even on re- if I reread that series, I'm sure I'll just see Taylor Lautner like no, saying that. Awful. It's a very cheesy line. It is awful. So, I mean, 
that's that's kind of where we we leave this episode is Farah is is just drowning in this sorrow. Yeah. This is a very <laughs> dark. This is a very dark episode. It's a very dark episode. Yeah. It's it's just like it's just sad and terrifying. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, big ideas. Yes. Okay, hear me out. We had someone reach out to us, and I've seen this a couple times before. Are Amarantha and Tamlin mates? And Tamlin just isn't accepting the bond? I, when I saw your note on this, because I have not seen those messages, I lost my mind. I literally audibly screamed, and Riley was like, what, are you okay? I'm like... Amber just wrote down the craziest theory, and I love it. I love it. And the thing that, like, sure, it's it's fine to speculate that, mm-hmm. but the thing that's, like, the icing on the cake for me mm-hmm. is, so think back to Tamlin's parents and what he told us about his parents, mm-hmm. right? His dad's a piece of work. Oh, yeah. His dad was awful, <sighs> and his mom still accepted the bond. Mm-hmm. His mom never really stood up to his dad, mm-hmm. and, and maybe he saw that and thought, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to accept my mating bond yeah. with this person who is truly awful. I'm not going to stand beside this person and and think that's okay. Yeah. I I truly love the idea of this. I think it adds a lot more depth to like maybe that's why Amarantha is pursuing him like as hard as she is right. like maybe there's more of a pride element to it of mm-hmm. like this is my mate and he doesn't want me mm-hmm. it's kind of the same like lucian and elaine mm-hmm. vibe of like lucian's trying super hard at it and elaine's like not feeling it and right. i feel like that makes things worse for lucian like he's it's almost like he wants to prove himself more right where obviously lucian would not lock her on her mountain and torture her but like like i think it's a combination it could be a combination of her personality mm-hmm. of I wanted that thing and I can't have it. So now I want it more. Mm-hmm. And then also the pride element of if yeah. that's her mate. I, I, I love that. I love that idea so much. Yeah. It's insane. That is crazy. And I love it. This, this is the kind of unhinged shit I want to see in our Instagram DMs. <laughs> I love I mean, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I truly like, I would not be surprised if this comes out at some point in future books that this was fa- like actually true. If we get the Tamlin redemption arc, I feel like this will be a part of it. I think so too. Yeah, I think we better be- get a Tamlin redemption arc. I'm I hope be so. Pissed if we don't get. I feel like we're already on the way. There's like there's been a couple little steps yeah, for Tamlin to redeem himself. Him. He's yep. still a little shithead. Yeah, but yeah. So I think my my other kind of like big idea is is just kind of like. Play in the game. Mm-hmm. General manipulation. Mm-hmm. Because everyone is doing it. Yep. Every single person has an agenda. It's like a game of mafia. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's an awful game of mafia where everyone's lying. Where you can actually die in real life. But you're going to die. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because Amarantha, her short game is just to torture Farah. Farah and, and Tamlin and everyone for funsies. But her long game, like, she wants to get Tamlin and kill humans. Yep. She wants to like Audi with the humans and Tamlin. I don't. I honestly don't know what his plan is. <sighs> Listen, Tamlin. Ugh, it's so hard because I feel like 
we start out loving him so much and this just turns him into like a bland bowl of porridge like he's just like not doing anything for me in the end of this book yeah like and we'll talk about that more in the next episode but like yeah i I don't know what his i mean his his long game is obviously to be with farah but he has no short game to get him there right he doesn't have a plan i don't think no other than stay quiet and don't let amarantha know what bothers him yes and then (laughs) okay reese short game keep Reese is the one who's really he he's playing the game. He's like the dungeon master. Like he he sees all the pieces and he's like he's low key narrating the story. He is. He is. And for for Reese, it's short game. Like we need to keep Pharaoh alive. We need to break this curse. And and long game is I just need to return to my court. Mm -hmm. Keep. Farah. Keep Fei-Fei. I, yeah. That's, I think that's why he wanted. He doesn't realize it yet, but. No. I think he's, I think he's start. I think he has started to realize, though. Yeah. Obviously not the bond, but like. Right. I really, truly, I can't remember if we get full details, but he's, I think he's just like. He gets it. Very interesting. He knows. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. And Farah is like, I just need to stay alive. And then my long game is like, happily ever after. Like. Pick flowers for the rest of my life. So they're they're all wearing a mask. Yep. It's a huge game of manipulation, and Reese is the best at it. Yeah, he's... Like you said in your notes here, he can control minds, so that does help. Yep. But, like, he's just... I just think he's so clever and witty, which I love. Yeah. He's not taking this laying down, which is very much like Farah. That's mm-hmm. what I have to say. So I don't think... Like, that's what makes me mad about Tamlin. Like, even when you're not doing anything, like, you still could be doing something. Yep. Like, like anything. trying to turn Reese to your side or, like, having dispatching Lucian to go, like, do things. Like, mm-hmm. like Reese literally has handmaids that are his spies. Like, right. like you, you got to do something because, obviously, this is not working. And, like, this is going to lead to the love of your life dying a cruel, awful death. And you're just going to watch. And you're going to watch and like, I just, yeah, I don't get it. Obviously, Amarantha knows anything you do to Feyre is, like anything she does to her is going to bother you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I have a question and I would like all of you to reach out to us. We, we have been talking about some epic fan casts. Yes. Do you want us to, A, talk about it mm-hmm. on the podcast, or would you rather we make, like, a post or a reel about it? Mm-hmm. So, podcast or reel, we'll we'll put a little thing on our story when this episode releases, too. Yeah, we'll put up a poll. Um, And, and we can kind of go from there mm-hmm. um, and decide what we want to do. I mean, we're recording our second episode. Or the last episode tonight. Mm-hmm. So we might have to do like kind of a separate thing, but yeah. Or like in our first episode for Mist and Fury, but yeah, like cat, like fan cast some of the people mm-hmm. from the previous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So or even can... have a quick little bonus thing where we just talk about fan casts. Yeah. 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 So let us know what you would prefer mm-hmm. and what you would want. Because also, warning, next episode's going to be long as hell. Yeah. Buckle up. Buckle up. Um, okay. Second thing. I want you all to listen to Dancing with the Devil by Demi Lovato mm-hmm. uh, because it is Farah and Reese on this reread. So just listen to that. 
That's all. Yes, I agree that with you. All. When you texted me that, I was like, oh, yes, I'm agreed. This, I am in this wicked phase right now where everything I listen to has to be like Actar related or like remind me of Actar in some way, shape, or form. And I'm trying to like piece together my own Actar playlist. And Love it. That's why I started making those reels that were it was like songs that remind me of certain yeah. characters. Yes, I have those songs on the playlist. By the way, beautiful. Um, they all remind me of Nesta. But. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh my gosh, I forgot about the riddle. Yeah, I put a note on here for you did to do you, your riddle. Do you remember it? Um, did you talk about, did you think about it I thought about it, and I could not You've figure it out. Okay. Number one through ten. Three. Okay. Three is five. Mm-hmm. Five is four. Four is the magic number. The riddle is called four is the magic number. Right. Like at first I thought it was it was just going up by twos. Like so one is three. I'm just gonna start with one number at a time. Okay. I'm not gonna do the full sequence. Okay. So one is three. Mm-hmm. One will always be three. Two will always be three. Three will always be five. Four will always be four. Five will always be four. Six will always be three. Is it number? No. Because I'm thinking now I'm thinking that it's no. I'm not. Say it. No. Say Say the numbers again one more time. One is three. One is three. Mm -hmm. And then three. Or do you want me to go to two? Sure. What's two? It's three. Three is five. So the riddle is you can give me any number and it will always come back to four. So what I was doing before was just showing you like what the first number would be. Mm -hmm. So like if you gave me one, Mm -hmm. one is three, Mm -hmm. three is five, Mm -hmm. five is four, four is the magic number. I have no idea. I have no do you clue. want me to should I, should I say the answer I think you probably should okay maybe let's, some other people might this. have it figured out let's do this I'm gonna do a hint okay. this time and then next episode let's put a note next episode I will tell you the okay. answer all right I like it okay. so what's your hint let's see I, I want to give a hint that's like not too think alphabet okay okay think alphabet all right you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Think <laughs> alphabet. All right. Okay. I'm just as stumped as you guys, if you're stumped. So next week, you guys want to make sure that you read chapters 41 through 46 to be prepared for our next episode. And that will bring us to the end of Akatar. <laughs> Thank you so, so, so much for choosing to be a part of our book club. We appreciate your support. And we're loving the community that we're building right now. Hell yeah. So, you know, be sure to subscribe. Leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Um, The more reviews, the better. And if you can rate us, you know, do all that good stuff. That way we can really kind of track our engagement, too. And that that helps helps us navigate the the world of podcasting. Yes. Um, Also, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at House of Wind Pod. Email us theories, burning questions for the next four chapters, five chapters for this next one. Mm-hmm. Um, our email is houseofwindpodcast at gmail.com. I would say the easiest way to contact us is through Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And that's what a lot of people have been reaching out 
to us through Instagram too. Yes. Um, so bear with us. I, I'm usually really good at responding. Um, but as we get more followers and more people reaching out to us, it's going to start taking me a little bit longer. So, um, yeah, we have, we, you know, have full-time jobs and we do this as a hobby. So we're, yes, we definitely want to have the community. We absolutely a thousand percent are enjoying engaging with everybody and talking to everybody. Um, but we may be kind of taking shifts and also days where we're taking time off of social media to just be in our normal lives and, and also keep up with our hobbies of reading and things that we love. So, um, but keep, keep the conversations coming. We love it. This is why we started this thing in the first place. It's amazing. So, So we will see you all and talk to you all next week. Stay smutty. Thank you.